Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Welcome back in. Hour number two, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We appreciate all of you. Thanks, by the way, to Tudor Dixon, who set in for both of us on Friday. You enjoyed her. You should go sign up for sure for the Clay Travis, Buck Sexton podcast. You'll get Tudor Dixon. You'll get Carol Markowitz. Many other shows uh, coming your way as well, particularly now that we will hit December this week and we are in the midst of what should be a hopefully very fun and exciting holiday season for many of you. And we'd like for you to be able to take us with you wherever you are across the country. So search out Clay Travis, search out Buck Sexton, boom, go subscribe. You will be glad that you did. You can take us with you no matter where you are. You might be on long drives like I was yesterday. Uh, Lots of plane travel, Buck flying all over the place. Busiest day, I think, for travel ever potentially uh, on Sunday. Uh, But, Buck, I wanted to hit this. You know, there's this Spider-Man meme where Spider-Man is all, like, pointing at each Spider-Man. And I've seen it shared now this fall and into the winter because a lot of you, you get sick. Is it the cold? Is it the flu? Is it RSV? Is it uh, COVID? Nobody really knows. It's just kind of all into a mix. And obviously, if you... Uh, have the opportunity and you're sick, you shouldn't go to work, you know, uh, like we basically had as the precedent in place for a long time. And I knew that things were getting back to normal, even in the world of sports, when suddenly Patrick Mahomes, the star quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, got the flu and just played. And Buck, even though you didn't watch any of the NFL football games over uh, or college football games over the weekend, I'm sure you remember the Jordan flu game and how it was considered to be a sign of Michael Jordan's uh, commitment to his sport that he didn't sit out, that he won. Sorry for bringing that up, Utah Jazz fans. I know we're number one in Salt Lake City, and I apologize for ruining your Monday uh, like this. But now we just kind of cycled back around to, well, it's actually good if you're an athlete and you're sick and you're willing to go play after 
if you tested positive for COVID, which a ton of these guys never even knew they had, it was like, oh my goodness, you got to go quarantine for two weeks and we got to cancel games and we got to cancel seasons. And it's not just sports where everything suddenly is back to normal. With no consequences, by the way. All of the people who screamed, you can't play high school sports in the fall of 2020. All the people who made kids go home. All the people who tried to cancel every sporting event. They just went right back to covering them like none of this ever happened. Nobody criticizes Patrick Mahomes after if you didn't get the COVID shot like you were Aaron Rodgers or Kyrie Irving or whoever it was, you got ripped to the high heavens. So this morning, Buck, there's a graphic in the Wall Street Journal, and I think you've already seen it because I was going to quiz you on it. I tweeted this out. It'll be up on clayandbuck.com if you're curious. Buck, how much did you hear from MSNBC, CNN, Joe Biden, many different Democrats? For years, they ridiculed and said basically you would die, that you were going to be a part of winner of death if you didn't get the COVID shot. By the way, more studies coming out that natural immunity far better as we all thought it would be, than uh, than any shot that you could have gotten for COVID. But it's like that's vanished, and now the new version of the COVID booster is out. Four per- This is a crazy stat. 4% of American children, that is ages 6 months to 18 years old, are getting the COVID shot. 4%. Now, maybe that'll increase a little bit, Buck. This is a graphic from today's Wall Street Journal. Definitely not going above 10%. What does it say that almost every parent out there with young children, and I actually, to her credit, Vivek Ramaswamy's wife, Apurpuva, I think I might have just mispronounced her first name. Apologies. The, the New York Times tried to come after her because she did not get, I think they have a one-year-old and a three-year-old roughly at those ages. She said publicly, we did not. She's a doctor. She said, and a real doctor, not like Dr. Jill Biden, an actual medical doctor. She said they didn't get the COVID shot for the one and the three-year-old. And the New York Times tried to come after her. But actually, she's doing what almost every parent nationwide is doing. You don't have kids yet, Buck. But what does it say to you that 96% of parents, according to this morning's graphic in the Wall Street Journal, are saying no to the COVID shot? That reality has finally... One, and the mass delusion of uh, the Fauciism. You don't see him a lot these days. The Fauci, he's not making the rounds on TV. Clearly, the Biden administration no longer thinks that Dr. Fauci is a useful tool in their propaganda because he's been very quiet as we're going into. We're in the middle of right now what should be the the season of all these different, uh, you know, infections that people get flu colds etc i'm sure you saw over the weekend there was a lot of uh i think you know fear-mongering headlines at this point about a new form of pneumonia in china i mean the fastest way to get everyone to click on something now is say there's a new virus in china obviously and the chinese government not that i believe the chinese government but so far they're saying uh that this is really just a function of a lot of different viruses hitting at once, you know, flu, COVID, RSV, and yeah. And you know what? Like, people in this country aren't panicking, even with headlines like that, the way they would have, I think, even a year ago, Clay. Um, I mean, the failure of the medical establishment on this is, I think, gonna it's going to be a multi-generational 
period of recognition where people have, it's going to take time for people to recognize. It's going to take decades for there to be retrospectives where those who want to find the truth can see that this was a massive and dramatic failure and that the parents, uh, right now not getting the shots for their kids realize that, obviously. Otherwise, they'd be getting the shots for their children. So, uh, a natural immunity, um, being excluded from the equation because it ran contra to the Fauci narrative just goes to show you that they were willing to not only distort but negate uh not uh, you know a couple of hundred years of science i mean na- the entire inoculation idea is based on natural immunity and they acted like there was no such thing 10 percent, by the way only 10 percent of those 18 and up and i would build on that a little bit more buck the data now reflects that many parents are choosing not to get their kids vaccinated with the traditional vaccines and this is what you just hit on There is a major public health confidence crisis in this country because a lot of parents out there said, wait a minute, if the CDC was wrong about COVID and the shots and how much it was going to protect my kids, why would I trust them on other shots? That's one significant consequence of this. It's actually leading to a major decline in the number of kids that are getting their uh, their natural uh, traditional uh, immunity shots, which, by the way, I got for my kids back in the day when they were young, and I would still do that again. But I'm going to be honest with you. I never had a pinprick of doubt before. I never paid attention to RFK Jr. or anybody else talking about vaccine side effects in children. I just didn't pay attention to it. I'm way more open to paying attention to that now in the wake of COVID. And there's also a story, and I don't know if this was in the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal. I read it over the weekend, Buck, but... Because of COVID shutdowns, tens of millions of kids in Africa did not get their uh, their malaria shots and their TB shots and all those things that would ordinarily have happened for young children in Africa. And they're now saying hundreds of thousands of kids are going to die in those countries of diseases they would have otherwise gotten the shot for. So our inability to comprehend, and that doesn't even get into what they're talking about now is trillions of dollars in lost educational opportunities, primarily for the yeah. poorest kids among us. The fact that we didn't in any way as a nation have a public policy perspective that understood that we couldn't just exclusively focus on COVID is, again, I think it's the greatest public policy failure of your and mine's life and anybody who was born post-Vietnam. If you go back and and look at the CDC, NIH uh, archives, uh, Burks and Fauci were involved in the massive overestimation of HIV contraction risk for uh, for some groups. Some groups are at a at a considerable risk of HIV transmission and and contraction in this country, and some groups are not. And so, you know, I remember we we were you know health class when I was in school and everything. Oh my gosh, you got to be careful. You know, they made they made it seem like you know watch out. You know, you're 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 you know, your college sweetheart that you marry, you guys better both get HIV tests because you never know. I mean, th- this is crazy talk. Um, but that was what they were doing. I mean, they're, and there, some people believe that I actually, they actually overestimated, overestimated those risks for the general population because they wanted additional funding for the research. Now you could say that that's a worthy, of course, a worthy goal, but you shouldn't be lying to people to make pub, make a public health case. But Fauci and Burks were involved in that too. So we shouldn't be surprised at all. They weren't. There was no accountability for that, uh, for a lot of the scaremongering around that. And there was no accountability for 
and you know, looking at data and risk and being realistic. Yeah, if you're an intravenous drug user or you you know you have many 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 sexual partners in certain communities, you're at considerable risk. No, they told everybody that you have you know Clay. It was um, I mean, for a while they were advocating when I was in college that people who get like through the student health service, everyone get tested for HIV every year. Yeah. They I mean, terrified I, I, all of us. I actually went and did my own research on that. I know you're never supposed to do your own research. This was the case when I was in college because I was curious. Do you know? You may know. You may have done the research. You may know it yeah. yourself. Do you know what the odds were that you got HIV if you were a man and you had sex, unprotected sex, with an HIV positive woman? Do you know what I, the odds that you would get? Yeah, I know that it's per per sexual act less than one percent chance. Yeah, one in four hundred. Yep. They basically taught us if you have unprotected sex, you have a good chance of dying of HIV. I mean, that, that was how much I, I, we used to joke about it at, at my high school. We had an AIDS assembly. It felt like every week where they told us, Hey, you're going to get AIDS and you're going to die. <laughs> I, mean, I, I remember scared, watching scared us to death. I remember watching an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 where they had like some, you know, a, you know, a, 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 you know, an attractive, like 18 year old woman who gave some speech and stood up before. And she's like, you know, my first boyfriend, I lost my virginity and, and he gave me HIV. I mean, this was, there were, there were all these. Yes. There were, there was a movie that was made called Kids, which is a terrible movie, but aside, aside for the point about like teenagers in New York and, and passing HIV. Like there was a, the movie, I mean, not movie, the, well, it became a movie, the Broadway show Rent. Was about remember it, it, it's oh, yeah. it's based on La Boheme and somebody was I think uh, tuberculosis but they changed it to HIV and then it was uh, they actually made fun, they uh, they you know they went after this in Team America if you remember there's a whole rent sequence in the Team America oh, yeah. movie from but I mean there's been no there was never any accountability for that to, to your, you and I had the same experience in college which is we're going to all these meetings and you know health meetings or whatever they're like mandatory they, they used to have fish bowls. This is the truth, everybody. They, at my college, there were fish bowls full of condoms that you had to give out, and they were always being refilled. And it was because you had to watch it. I mean, yeah, obviously, there are other STDs people were concerned with in pregnancy, but the primary thing was, guys, got to lower your HIV risk. All the time. I went, I went and got, I remember getting blood tested like everybody else probably at some point in college, and I actually asked uh, on GW's campus, because D.C. had a high age rate at the time and one of the highest in the country and i said have you i asked the doctor i said have you ever had anybody at gw a student test positive for hiv and he said no and i just remember thinking that is an extraordinary stat and i felt the same way when i looked up like again and again i don't know what the rates are now so i'm not i i would imagine it's maybe even lower because i think hiv is less common and certainly now they have they have really really solid drugs that can lower the viral count in your blood to the point where it's undetectable and there's all the and there's also there's post-exposure prophylaxis there's pre-exposure prophylaxis you know there's all these things that they can do the odds of again one in 400 if you slept with someone who was hiv positive i was i was in disbelief because of what i had been taught as a kid but you knew this right the fauci and burks were the were spearheading oh, yeah. those campaigns for the cdc and the nih to get every high school kid in america needs to be terrified uh of you know in the next five years or whatever they're gonna you know then they might get hiv that that was the programming remember magic johnson I mean, remember how big of a story that was when he came out and said that he had tested positive for HIV? I mean, yeah. it was a earth-shattering event in the country, and now I don't even think they can test. 
uh, and, and find HIV in his body. I don't think his wife ever tested positive either, which was like, you kind of step back and you're like, man, that seems, I mean, I'm assuming he's sleeping with his wife. Like that, that, that seems pretty unlikely. I don't think she ever tested positive, but positive, uh, on this is that most people don't even hardly talk about HIV anymore. At least I don't hear any talk about it. But when you and I were growing up, they legitimately terrorized us and made us think that everybody's going to die of AIDS. Uh, if a homeowner can be on the lookout for real estate fraud involving identity theft, uh, you should be because criminals use tactics like phishing, phone scams, public Wi-Fi hacking, and mail theft to steal your personal information. Then, with enough of your information in hand, they can attempt to steal property titles, forge deeds, take on mortgages in your name. One of the latest trends in online identity theft, having the right kind of online protection from LifeLock is your best defense. Now, it's important to understand nobody can uh, prevent every aspect of identity theft, but LifeLock will detect and alert you to potential identity threats you might not spot on your own, like crimes committed by thieves pretending to be you. One of the best services LifeLock provides is a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist who will work with you to fix it. It's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now and save 25% off your first year with promo code CLAY. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go online to LifeLock.com and use promo code CLAY for 25% off. That's promo code CLAY. Helping you separate truth from fiction. Every single weekday, the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television Today, Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. 
It, it would have been, Ooh, it been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back, team, to Play and Buck. You know, I, I had mentioned this um, before, and I just wanted to, to come back to it here for a second. Clay, New York retailers lost, uh, according, this was reported in the New York Post, $4.4 billion due to organized shoplifting rings in 2022. $4.4 billion dollars now maybe that number is a little bit high i I don't know i'm not sure how they how they calculate this but it is getting to the point where people are realizing that unless you do something about this you're going to have more and more stores even national sort of chain you know national brand level stores that are closing in some areas and it's not just that that store closes a new store doesn't want to come in right this is people you understand that the the neighborhood's and the commercial real estate sector get really hurt by this. And I just feel like we saw with Gavin Newsom in San Francisco and obviously the mayor there, London Breed, they can clean this mess up if they want to. They can stop these things. They just don't really want to stop it. Two things. One, the profit margin for many retailers is tiny. We just had Black Friday. It's called Black Friday because that's the time of year when most retailers actually turn a profit for the first time. Uh, as they start uh, the the holiday season, two, it's not only the loss of all of the uh, all of the material there. Four billion dollars is is crazy, but to your point, when they shut down, many people who live in these communities and want to be able to easily get a job close to where they live, you're, when you shut down a Walgreens or something, that's fifty or a hundred jobs that suddenly vanish that are not going to be replaced in that neighborhood, which is a seismic hit to the idea of safety and just being able to make a make a living and earn a paycheck. This is a great gift idea this holiday season for gun owners, the Mantis X. It's a proven training tool that keeps your skills sharp and your aim intact. The Mantis X is a firearms training system that is a no-ammo, all-electronic way to improve your shooting accuracy. Gun owners looking to improve their skills can't always make it to the gun range, but they can always find time in a safe spot in the home to train electronically. And that's what the Mantis X does. You see, the Mantis X attaches to your firearm like a weapon light. It gives you data-driven, real-time feedback on your technique and aim. You get scored on your abilities, and there are drills and courses to improve them. The results are evident. Nearly 100% of Mantis X owners improve within 20 minutes of using this training tool. That's right, the Mantis X system, my friends. Got a gun owner in the family. I'm telling you, this is a great tool for them. It's a gift for the responsible gun owner in your life. Go to Mantis, MantisX.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I got more stats that are going to blow your mind, but I saw this. So I was in the car yesterday for like eight and a half, nine hours, driving back from Florida to Tennessee with my family. I know a lot of you were in the car all over the country. I think it's the busiest travel day, both in the air and on the roads, pretty much of the year. Traffic was awful. 
basically from the moment I got on I-65, drove all the way up. I've talked about on this show before, Buck, my affinity for Bucky's, which is this large gas station convenience store. If you have not been to a Bucky's, and I actually met the founder of Bucky's, who's a big Texas A&M fan, uh, at the Texas A&M Alabama game. Uh, he was awesome. And I, my, my wife and kids were more excited to meet him than anybody else that would, that we met, uh, during that, uh, that game and, and coaches and everything else. They were super excited to meet him. So we stopped there in North Alabama, uh, on our way back to Nashville. This massive Bucky's. We were planning it for a while. We're all going to go get food. Everybody is super excited to go in and outside Buck. I took a picture. They are trying to hire people at Bucky's. Now, remember, this is rural, relatively speaking, North Alabama in the Huntsville area. I saw this and I couldn't believe. So, a couple of things: they have amazing bathrooms at Bucky's, like pristine. You can make forty thousand dollars a year if you work at a Bucky's cleaning their bathrooms. You can make, they have a car wash. They had a car wash at this Bucky's. You can make $125,000 or more a year. And if you're the general manager of one of these Bucky's, you can make $225,000 a year. A couple of other things that stood out to me. This is a sign that they post outside because they're always hiring. They give you 6% match on your 401k. So, Thousands of dollars a year on the match. Uh, and you get three weeks paid off. Uh, paid time off. You can make more money working at this gas station than you can in like 75 or 80% of jobs out there. I posted this. You can go look at it. And Buck, I love this because I want all employees to make as much money as possible. But Bucky's has such a thriving business, and they are doing so incredibly well that they are rewarding their employees. They're not being mandated. There's no like minimum wage of twenty dollars in Alabama. Trust me, they're not being mandated to pay this. Yay, capitalism! They are running such a good business that what they have determined is the quality of employee that they will get if they pay more is so much better, and they will stay longer that the overall profitability of the business is better. This is not big government coming in and saying anything. Can you believe 125 k to manage a car wash, 225 k to run one of these gas stations as the general manager? I mean, I, I love it. I, I love everything about this business. I, it's rare I say this. I think they're privately held. If they ever raised money, I would put as much spare money as I have into this business. That's how much I trust what they're doing. As we know, I've never been to Bucky's. My name is Buck, and yet I've never been to Bucky's. It's a little sad. I don't know where the closest one is to where I am. I don't. Do they have it in Florida anywhere? I don't think they have it in Florida. Am I? Am I? Oh, wrong that's a gr- that's a great question. I I actually right. talked to them, and I think they were going to be opening in Florida soon, if I remember our conversation, because my wife brought it up because she said she wanted one closer. For our drive uh, down to uh, to Florida. Now, you know, I, I told you I've been reading that uh, Isaacson, Walter Isaacson, Elon Musk biography, and uh, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. It's very, very well written. Very, it's very easy read too. Moves very fast. Um, and and I, I've been reading it, Clay, and 
you know, you pick up from Elon Musk stuff that you probably would have guessed, which is that he creates an atmosphere where just there's a an almost unreasonable demand yeah. for excellence and speed and and dedication. It's very similar to the Steve Jobs approach, which also obviously bore uh, considerable fruit. Um, but in this case, uh, you know, you see that from Elon. Why is like you talk about you talk about Bucky's the way that uh, you know I feel like people talk about some of the services that have like changed. You know, they'll talk about it's their my IMAC favorite brand in the country. And that's, and I was talking about this mind blowing. Why are they so good though? Is what I want to know. Like, what makes them so? What makes a Bucky's your favorite brand? I'm just curious. Well, so one the bath. If you have ever gone to a gas station bathroom. I bet almost everybody out there feels like you're taking your life into your hands to go into a gas station bathroom. You go into a Bucky's, it's like you are going into a spotless five-star hotel. It's incredible the amount of effort and energy they have to keep those things spotless. And that matters for a guy. I bet for women it's even better because... Men, I think, in general, tend to be messier than women. So the the bathrooms are spotless. If you got kids, if you got wife and kids that you're traveling with, like you don't feel unsafe. But the branding of it is just it's so well done. You can get anything, right? You can go in and get a barbecue brisket sandwich. Uh, you can also buy like I mean, uh, you could buy uh like healthy eating too. And then they branded so many of their own individual products. I, I, I make a joke because I basically buy things at Costco and at, um, and at Amazon, right? Online. And then every time I go in B- Bucky's, I want to spend more because I just love the brand that they've created. Now the gas is very cheap relative to what gas would cost elsewhere. And it's this massive, you know, probably 20 acre plus footprint that they take down. Um, but they're just they're doing what they do, which is sell gas and provide convenience to people driving on the interstate better than anybody else has ever done it. And so it's the excellence of the product combined with the efficiency of the business that my jaw just drops every time I walk into it. And I don't even know. I was talking with my wife. I can't even think of a comparable brand. You know, the Kirkland, I don't know about you, but I buy a lot of Kirkland brand products at Costco. That is the Costco house brand. Um, I'm really impressed with Costco right now, by the way. She loves Costco. Costco is my favorite place. It's funny. My my brother-in-law also loves Costco. My sister and I talk about it. He loves going to Costco runs. My my wife loves Costco. It's, it's, they get excited. Like the making a list of what to buy at Costco is a fun process for them. Other stores, you know, I'm like, hey, how about some help with the dry cleaning? Nope, no interest. I mean, I bet I haven't been to a mall in a year. Uh, I get excited to go to Costco, and I get excited to go to Bucky's, And so I just, I, I am impressed. What I love about it is just so, like, I just, you, you know, I sound like a, you know, like an evangelist here. But when I saw those salaries, I I just, again, this is North Alabama. Their, their, their stores tend to be, by and large, in rural-ish areas. I don't even know what the second best job in that. I mean, let's leave aside rocket scientists in, you know, Huntsville. There are a lot of those guys too. But in terms of some uh, second best job you could get without a college degree, I don't even know what number two would be in that area. Two Bucky's in the whole state of Florida. One here seems to be right in the Daytona Beach area. 
So it looks like I got to go up to Daytona Beach and I can check out a Bucky's and have this barbecue sandwich. No bread, obviously, because can't do the gluten. I mean, it's a Texas-based brand by and large. Again, I mentioned uh, the guy who founded it is a big Texas A&M Aggie who also, by the way, fired and hired a new coach recently. It's crazy time. Do you know how much, Buck? Texas A&M is paying. You have, have no clue. I'm going to let you set the over-under. They fired their head football coach. Did you see this already? No. <laughs> okay, I didn't think so, but but the way you were reacting, I thought you were really, I thought you were going to blow me away and just nail the number right off the yeah, top because you would see they... it was a huge story. All right, Texas A and M fired their head football coach, guy named you're going to like this, Jimbo Fisher. All right, Jimbo Fisher That's a won cool a national name. championship at Florida State. They hire him away. They bring him to Texas A and M. They fired him a couple of weeks ago. What is Jimbo Fisher's buyout? What is he being paid by Texas A&M, Buck, to never coach college football oh, again? I, I, what saw, would you say? I saw this because I saw in your in your Twitter feed. So I get my sports news from Clay Travis's Twitter feed. I was like $70 million, right? $76 million paid out. He never coaches again. It's not offset by any other job he ever gets. They have to pay him $76 million, the biggest buyout in the history of of college athletics. I think it's insane. Good work, by the way. Is there any yeah. job you could be fired from that you would feel bad if they gave you $76 million to leave? I mean, running like the puppy orphanage or something. I don't know. What do you <laughs> I, mean? I, would, like, I would be glad to be fired anywhere for $76 million. Anybody that wants to hire me for anything and then you want to fire me, you get me. You get my full attention for seventy six million. There, there is, there is, yeah, seventy six million dollars would would get it done. I think for anybody out there, I think some of the money that Bucky's is making, by the way, big booster, the owner, probably being taken from all of us going to Bucky's to give to Jimbo Jimbo Fisher, uh, because uh, to, to to buy him out. But anyway, I love that place. You can go look at those salaries. Uh, capitalism. Uh, it's kind of a good thing, and I love it when g- government gets out of the way and lets successful businesses reward their employees uh, as opposed to trying to mandate things. Uh, over the Thanksgiving holiday weekend, how many of you uh, took videos uh, with your family? How many of you took new pictures? Uh, how many of you went back and tried to look at old pictures? How many of you talked about memories from Thanksgiving's past, maybe people who were with you at prior Thanksgivings that weren't there right now? How many of you have gone and preserved those memories forever? If you got older videotapes still stored away, trust me, this is a great holiday gift. A lot of you out there don't know what to get grandma, grandpa, dad, uh, your brother, your sister. It's sometimes hard to shop for people. What about giving family memories forever? You can take advantage of Legacy Box Cyber Week event right now. Legacy Box is located in my mom's hometown, Chattanooga, Tennessee. I spent a lot of time down there as a kid. Uh, we've got a lot of great family memories there. Today, you can preserve your tapes, film reels, and all your old photos for as low as $27, saving you hundreds of dollars. You're going to love this deal. Uh, here's how you get hooked up. They digitally provide you copies of all of your family memories forever. It's easy to share from one family member to another. Your family will be able to experience your family's history and preserve it forever at LegacyBox.com slash Clay. 65% off their regular prices today. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Clay. You can buy today. Share the gift of memories this coming Christmas. LegacyBox.com slash Clay for 65% off. 
Subscribe to CNB 24-7 and never miss a minute of Clay and Buck while getting behind-the-scene access to special content for members only. Armstrong, he's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to Play Ann Buck. Uh, we've got much to talk to you about here, much to uh, dive into. Remember, you can send us an email uh, for VIPs. Go to clayandbuck.com, sign up, become a VIP, and we will get to your, your emails throughout the show and, and afterwards as well. We read them all. We try to get some of them on the air, too. We've got some folks calling in here, and we got Mike in Gainesville, Florida. That's where uh, U of F is, right, which is where my wife went to school. Yes, that is correct, Buck Sexton. There we go. Florida knowledge. What's up, Mike? I just want to tell you guys there is a Bucky's in Florida, and uh, it's, it's in between um, Jacksonville and uh, St. Augustine, right off 95. There's two of them right now. Are you as big of a fan of, of this place as I am, Mike? Yeah, I'm a huge fan of the bathrooms and the brisket. What a combo, Buck. What a combo would you have ever expected I mean, that this would turn into an astounding brand and business because they have they have they have taken I mean, over let's be barbecue honest, and bathrooms. When when you thank thank you, Mike, for calling in. You know, when when you uh when you go to a place on the side of the road, 
if they if they got if they got good brisket and they've got clean bathrooms, you're in a really good spot so far, right? I mean that that's a really you're like eighty percent of the way there. You know, I mean I don't you don't have to be uh be giving me a, a, a lime spritz in my uh in my Fanta or something for me to be happy. Look, I'll t- I have gone into and I hope I don't don't get uh arrested after the fact for this. I have walked into ba- uh, gas station bathrooms before. And it's been so disgusting that I've walked back out and just walked to the tree line and peed in the tree line outdoors. <laughs> Where I've been like, I don't even, it is so filthy and disgusting inside of this bathroom. I would rather stand outside and just pee on uh, the tree line. And, uh, and look, I, I am, this is a true, I bet this doesn't happen in New York very often. A lot of, I would say, Southern men enjoy relieving ourselves outside uh outside anyway nice you know stare up at the stars you got a little bit of land around you instead of going inside i'm an outdoor peeing enthusiast just uh just fyi you know there are some places where first of all in new york now it's legal um to, oh well that's true it's in new york and now san francisco you're a hero if you pee outside so maybe i should move they kind of they kind of encourage it which is but there are other places where you can actually get arrested for actually in new york for a long time you could get arrested for public urination that was a that was a and offense, and I think there are some places where they even like will arrest you for indecent exposure for it. Which, yeah, that's a tough one. Which I'm like, come on! If you're out in the woods, there's trees. You're trying to hide what's going on. You're I, on I think the golf course. There's a lot of guys out there on the golf course. There's not a lot of bathrooms on the golf course. Sometimes some uh, substantial beer consumption that may or may not occur. If it's a hot day, you're drinking a lot of fluids. Regardless. Public urination on the golf course is a uh, standard practice. Have you men. been told by doctors, before, by a doctor, or anyone you've seen, any kind of health expert, that you don't drink enough water? By the, I'm always, we're, you know, we're supposed to drink like a hundred liters of water a day. Some this is yeah. what everyone says, and I sit here, I'm like, you, I you go to the bathroom every thirty minutes if you do this, but this is what you need to do to keep your system healthy. I don't know. Well, some people who me. watch me on video, I I don't know. I consume an unbelievable amount of fluids. Like right now, as we're talking. <laughs> I have got three different drinks that I'm going between. Like people watching on video, I've got my lunch is this smoothie, which I guess classifies. And then I got a water and then I've got a uh, a coffee. And so uh, I think I have the most lubricated vocal cords on the planet. So I feel good about that. But yes, you're supposed to like a lot of these uh, teams. You'll go into their team uh, bathrooms and they have actual urine charts that you're supposed to be able to match. Where if you're not basically peeing white, uh, meaning clear, that you are not consuming enough fluids in uh, in their worldview. But yeah, then you can't sleep at night because you got to get up three times to go to the bathroom. How many times you get up in the average night, Clay? I don't usually get up. Oh, lucky you get up more than once. Once or twice. I hate having to get up. Forties. I'm following you into the forties now. This is what happened. I hate having to get up in the middle of the night because then you worry that you're going to wake yourself up and you won't be able to fall back asleep really quick. So I I probably only get up once a week at most uh, during uh, during sleep. Oh, you're lucky. You're a lucky man. You so far so good. I fall asleep reading every night. Is that your go to? No, Laura. I I can't fall asleep reading. Uh, Because I do the Kindle on the dark setting, so there's no other light in the room. My wife falls asleep reading almost all the time. In fact, she is now saying that after she took the she was saying after she took the bar exam and finished law school, she said she was never going to read another book for the rest of her life. I don't know that she's going to stick to it, uh, but uh, but before that, she would regularly fall asleep while reading. I can't. My mind gets going too much. So Trump went to a South Carolina Clemson 
football game. Yes. And there was some uh, to do about that. We want to discuss it. And uh, we also want to dive into the latest on the primary situation here as we are less than 50 days away from the first votes. We got that and more coming your way, team. So stick around. Third hour. Oh, and DeSantis Newsom debate. That too. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 